California, a new land has come into being. Its purpose is enlightenment. Its product is Coast Boys Pod. Known as the playground of the stars. Welcome back, Best Coast Boys Podcast, Thursday edition. Thursday, of course, you're going to get this on Friday, but for us it's Thursday, so, you know, just take a, take a trip back to us to a day before Friday. Full of bliss. Full of bliss. Before, you, before whatever terrible thing Friday brought you in Cowboys <laughs> Nation, which is sure to happen, I'm certain. I feel like something's going to happen, right, John? I mean... Oh, we're getting close. I feel it. Oh, well, let's, let's, let's go ahead and get into what 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 terribleness we have on thursdays <laughs> we can yeah, we can deal with friday later i am landon mccool you can find me here you can find me uh at the locked on cowboys podcast with my co-host marcus Mosier. um you can always follow follow me on twitter as well at mccool bcb and i am joined with my co-host john owning joning say what's up to the people please how's it going everybody you guys know where to find me at twitter John Owning, J-O-H-N-O-W-N-I-N-G. Make sure you guys keep it tuned into the Dallas Morning News tomorrow where, or Friday when you guys are listening to this where I will have an article about how the Cowboys can jumpstart their running game against the Giants. Um, yeah, it's going to be. And then at the score, I have my mismatches of the week. Again, my second con- weekly column for that. So make sure you guys keep it tuned to that. And yeah, let's get started and let's jump right in. Yeah, we got a couple of different things today. We're, we're obviously going to do the second part of our uh, Cowboys tape review with the defense. So we'll, we'll get into that and what we thought about uh, uh, the Cowboys defense. A little bit little bit of a happier review than, than yesterday's review, that's for sure. Um, and then we're going to get into our first of the season, our hashtag Nabra. Uh, Nabra is a <laughs> term that nah, me and my buddy Nabra, uh, me and my buddy Tyler Pagan, uh, I want to make sure that we're giving credit to, uh, came up came up with. Tyler actually came up with. Uh, we were actively thinking about getting T-shirts that just say Nabra. Um, <laughs> uh, and make sure you know you can always hit us with your Nabras, and it's hashtag N A W B R A Nabra. Uh, Nabra of the weeks, uh, and it's it's the play or person or something that happened in the Cowboys game that made you shake your head and go Nabra. That's uh, no Nabra. Not doing that. Um, so uh, we'll we'll get to that, and then we're gonna have, as always, uh, for our Thursday edition, the Ratchet matchup of the week, and of course, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game of the week. So all that happening, uh, let's get into it, shall we? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, first things first. Um, let's do a little check in. Um, on injuries and and how the Cowboys look, uh, you know, along the injury front, um, you know, mostly we've been the thing we've been kind of tracking so far is at least on the Cowboys side is the health of uh, Cave of a uh, not Cave Harris but Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. um, and whether or not he was going to make his way back into practice to see if he was going to make this game. Uh, it doesn't look like. Uh, he practiced yesterday. Well, he definitely didn't practice yesterday, and I think it is likely that he is not going to practice again today. I, I, I feel pretty comfy 
saying that he likely won't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard anything to the contrary there? Nope. Uh, I would be very surprised if he suited up. Yeah, uh, I think I think he's probably going to miss one more week. Um, and then I think Dayton Jones is another guy. Maybe he's getting closer, um, but I don't think he's... Starting to do some stuff in practice yeah. this week. It seems like next week's the goal. Yeah, I think that sounds a lot more uh, doable for, for him for sure. Randy Gregory is in the concussion protocol currently. Um do you, you know any either way if the if this is going to be something that I, I don't know that he practiced he definitely didn't practice Wednesday I don't know he if didn't he didn't practice today he didn't practice today do you know is there I would say if he doesn't practice Friday then you should be worried you should be really worried if he doesn't come out of pra- uh, concussion protocol Friday okay but if he does I think you'll see him play okay yeah I I tend to think that as well um I mean I I, I wasn't quite that's you know, usually Friday for a lot of these guys, if they don't practice Friday, that's really the, the you know, the, the big warning sign for, uh, you know, especially some of these special players. Like, that you feel like they at least got to get out there on Friday. Uh, yeah, and then I think that's that's basically it. Demarcus Lawrence had a groin, um, and he missed Wednesday, but I think we've been told not to expect not to expect yeah. that that he did some work today to, or Thursday as well. Yeah, so I think he should be. I think he should be fine. Uh, on the Giants side, it, you know, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit lighter, but I think you know a little bit more interesting too. Um, you know, they uh, the name that we really need to keep an eye on uh, is Olivia Vernon, who appears to have not practiced on Wednesday. From what I understand, he him. didn't practice today. I don't. Yeah, it, that was a pretty nasty ankle injury he got. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think that it's pretty safe to assume you know that he's not going to be in the game i mean not for sure not for the cowboys not for the coaches but i think for cowboys fans i think mostly it's pretty safe to assume that he likely will not play in this game the dubious duo of lorenzo carter and kareem martin protecting the edges you know it's funny because you know we i just gotten done with the preview of uh of with locked on cowboys with marcus and we were just talking about how Kareem Martin was the was the guy that they were trying to give all the snaps to. He's he's the defensive end they couldn't take off the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, it's it's not a, a vicious matchup on the outside for the Giants <laughs> the way it, it has been in the past uh, for for those guys. So, um, let's okay. So that's that's where we are with the injury report. Um, you know, I think the Cowboys match up quite nicely with with uh, with the Giants. I think. Uh, the and it's going to be interesting to see how their offense um, goes against our defense, especially mm-hmm. with the state of their offensive line. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a lot of with the Giants' offense. I imagine it's going to be a lot of. Well, can they convert this third and fifteen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and they've they got might, all these skill you know, players. Maybe they will. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that they've got all these explosive weapons. So it, it's a lot higher chance that they will. But it's also a lot higher chance that they'll be in that position to start with. I just, so I just want to see some Eli face. I, I need oh, some I mean, hashtag Eli face. Uh, yeah, dumb, dumb Eli is gonna be is gonna be amazing. So send me all your Eli faces. Please send them send them all. Um, all right, let's talk about the tape review. Um, first things first, you know, and look, you are without a doubt one of the best. Uh, evaluators of defensive line play, and you know, I I trust your eye on defensive football as much as anybody. Um, uh, you know, from the ten thousand foot view, the overall notes. I mean, look, the, the teams they you know they only allowed sixteen points uh, on the road. I think that's against an MVP candidate. We talked about that's a good thing. You know, just yeah. from a ten thousand foot view, I think you know, 
there looked to be at times some issues with communication between the linebackers and kind of some of the zone read stuff and then in coverage at times. Um, we'll get into – we're kind of going to do a like peruse position by position, but I, I think that generally – you know, guys like Sean Lee and the guys that play had played the least, much like in the offense, the guys that had played the least the preseason seemed to have struggled the most, seemed to have had yep. the most rust, and, and that seemed to, you know. And then guys like, you know, Antoine Woods, who basically had played every snap this preseason. Yeah, you know, he played all through the practice. Yeah, season. he came out and, you know, he's making tackles on screen passes on the outside from the nose tackle position at the first snap. So, you know, I, I think that that's not coincidental. Um, but I think that obviously the fact that the, the Cowboys defense as a whole got uh, – the Cowboys starting defense as a whole got more snaps in the preseason uh, – than the starting offense for the Cowboys, it, it really showed because the Cowboys defense really looked a lot further ahead in where they are development-wise than the Cowboys offense, wouldn't you say? Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree with everything you said, really. I, I, I think that, you know, and we'll, we'll go position by position, but I think, you know, the, the Cowboys defense, with the offense, we're still trying to find answers. I think with the defense, we see what, what this is, and now it's more about, can they, you know, they're young. How much better can yeah. they get, right? Like, yeah. So let's start. That's the thing, because they played well, like you said, but there were a lot of areas where they can improve yeah. on and be even better. Absolutely. Um, let's start up front um, with the defensive tackles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that. We talked about it earlier, just you know, kind of watching the the game broadcast live. It was it was, and and this is one of the things I love is when you see something, um, where you see it in the game on the broadcast, and then you confirm it with the with the tape. That always makes yeah. you kind of feel very solid in that initial, you know, you know, kind of uh, an evaluation. evaluation. And I, I think that, that when you can see it from the the broadcast and the game tape that that makes you feel like it's it's so obvious that you no matter what angle you you get it you're getting it at it, it's apparent and 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 for me mm-hmm. the defensive tackle played was way better than I think we all anticipated yeah. and and I think that's whether you're comparing it to what we expected going in on you know Saturday night before we went to bed or mm-hmm. going into training camp you know a month and a half ago I, I think that. You know the defensive tackle play. No matter what your level of expectation, no matter when you're actually thinking about it, up to you know David Irving getting <laughs> suspended, uh, I, I think it w- was better than you thought. I mean, I think you, we you know we talked about Antoine Woods flying around. You know, uh, uh, Daniel Ross hey, made a gr- that's Daniel Ross' highest graded interior defender by Pro Football Focus. Sir. I, I I totally mispronounced that part of his name, <laughs> but yes, he is that a guy who came in only played I think he played less than twenty snaps. Yeah, and he punched a fump uh, a ball out of a uh, out of the foot, running back's hand and caused a, fu- a key fumble. Um, mm. You get uh, Malik Collins coming out here having not done anything in training yeah. camp and, and saying, well, poo-poo to you, and he's coming out and just getting a sack on yeah. third and long, uh, you know, beating a guy w- uh, and slipping between two blockers. Sack, yeah. uh, and then, you know, I you know, I think the last thing, and I'll, I'll let you say your piece, watching Crawford 
play at 270 pounds in that defensive tackle spot. I mean, he was getting moved at times, you know, if he was having mm-hmm. to sustain blocks. But the fact that he was able to stay toe to toe with guards and like sometimes yeah. double teams and and not moving at the point of attack, that that's ridiculous. And and, and it just shows you a the level of strength this guy plays with. Yeah. And B, that he clearly seems to be finally, I think, completely over that rotator cuff injury that yeah. kind of has slowed him the last, mm-hmm. like, three, two, three years. So uh, what are your thoughts on the defensive tackle play? Yeah, the thing about Tyrone Crawford is he's really a master of leverage. He understands how to drop his pad level and how to get underneath the offensive lineman's chin so that he doesn't get moved in the running game despite being outweighed by sometimes 40 or 50 pounds. It's really good to see, and it's nice to see that he's transitioned that that he was using at defensive end. He's been using it well at defensive tackle as well. From there, you know, Malik Collins, very nice sack. I want to see him now that they're going to probably start increasing his snaps per game. I want to make sure that he stays effective because a big problem with Malik Collins is is throughout games, he tends to wear down and give up and give ground and get this play. So I want to see as he, as they give him more and more snaps, I'm, I feel like they're transitioning him into a kind of starting role that he can maintain his effectiveness with the added snap load. And then Antoine Woods, really, he was really the standout, in my opinion, just because of I didn't really know what to expect coming him into in, in a regular season against a really good interior offensive line, especially on the right side with uh, Trey Turner and Ryan Khalil. And he held up well against double teams. He was playing with good leverage, powerful hands. He was kind of doing the Snacks Harrison thing where he's using active hands to keep the offensive lineman at bay. And he showed, like you said, he showed some nice athleticism, being able to get to the outside on that screen. You do not see 315-pound nose tackles do that very often, and he did it well. Really impressive. Really impressive discipline, eye discipline from him to be able to locate, to be able to identify and locate that screen was really almost as impressive as his athleticism to get out there. But yeah, as a group as a whole, I you know everybody that's listening knows that I've been really, really worried about what the defensive tackle situation was going to look like this year. And after week one, you know, it looks like it's going to actually be pretty damn good. And we don't even have David Irving back yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty surprising, I would say. I mean, I think, you know, the emergence of of uh, of Woods specifically is, mm-hmm. has been a huge part of it. And then I think, um, you know, just guys like Ross who, you know, stepped in and played with, with a lot more um, – uh, you pronounce his name wrong again. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, highest rated interior PFS def- <laughs> highest rated interior defender Ross. Uh, I, I think you know, and then again, like we can't discount the the rise of Randy Gregory allowing Crawford to kick inside and mm-hmm. and 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 give them a solid rotation at both three tech and one technique. And you know, pretty soon we're going to get Dayton Jones, and pretty soon after that, you're going to get David Irving, who showed back up this week. So um, I think that that's those are all, you know, really positive signs on on uh, you know where this defensive tackle group is going. Let's let's kick outside. Um, yes, I think obviously Lawrence was great. I, we can't glide over that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was. I think he should have had two sacks. Uh, there was a, yeah. there was one play. The sack that he got, um, that that counted was one, and then there's another one where. It, yeah. It kind of – I think they didn't give it to him because it was, I guess, supposed to be a designed run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, exactly he tackled him for a loss. And, yeah. and it was, anyway, so 
Uh, yeah, they put the. I looked at actually at the box score after the game to see how they distinguished that play, and they actually did give it a tackle for loss instead of a sack. Which, which is, is which is lame. weird because they gave Jalen Smith a sack, like for the exact for a for a, <laughs> for a for a and one that wasn't a loss, like for a zero yard sack. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about the the NFL and these play by play things is they don't distinguish play and sacks very well you'll see a lot of inconsistency throughout the year yeah well either way i mean both good plays by both those guys so but mm-hmm. let's talk we you know obviously demarcus lawrence was disruptive at all throughout the game in the both the run in the past game please talk to us a little bit about what you saw with him but also let's talk a little bit about uh uh what you saw with the, with some of these other guys on the outside yeah you know just like you said with demarcus lawrence he was exactly what we expected him to be you know Everybody wondering if he can continue his stellar play from a year ago. He has, he will, and he's going to continue to. But outside of him, I was really impressed by Taco Charlton's improvement as a pass rusher. You know, you saw him varying up his pass rush attack and really attacking inside and outside of the offensive tackles, of especially Taylor Mont. He was winning inside with quick inside moves. He was using his spin inside and spin outside to, to uh, generate pressure on Cam Newton. And it was just, you know, and they were good spins. They weren't spinning on a top. He was fluid. He was gaining ground with his steps. He just looked so much more technically sound than what we saw last year. And even in some points in the preseason, it was just, I was just super impressed. And, you know, everybody wants to compare him to T.J. Watt and the fact that T.J. Watt had three sacks, blah, blah, blah. But can we appreciate Taco's improvement? I mean, you can't go back and change who they picked. But I'm very, very intrigued and impressed by the improvement that Taco Charlton has shown from year one to week one of year two. It was really impressive to me. And then outside of that, Dorrance Armstrong, he was okay for a rookie. He, he got a few stats because Randy Gregory got hurt. And... As far as Randy, I was just really disappointed that he didn't have more snaps because Randy, what he's shown in his short time in the NFL and the games that he has played, is that he likes to slowly warm into his warm up into his speed rush. He likes to set him up with power. He likes to play through the pads of the offensive tackle initially, and then after he gets about six to eight rushes, he starts really hammering them with that speed, and that's where you see his whole pass rush repertoire really open up and him generate a lot of pressure on the passer and he just didn't have that opportunity because of the injuries he faced with his knee and his concussion yeah it was it, it, just a kind of an unfortunate situation of uh you know both the knee and the concussion not allowing him to get the full complement of snaps that we were hoping that he get and obviously he's still kind of suffering from at least a little bit of the of the uh, concussion so um moving back a level to the linebackers um you know considering where what we thought of this group mm-hmm. Uh, going into the season, the linebacker play was certainly not great. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, especially Sean Lee. I mean, I think that yep. y- you watch it, and Sean really, really, really struggled. And yeah. I, I don't, you know, it's not. I mean, the good news here is that it's not like physical. I, like I don't think he's. It's not like oh, he's old. Has got old legs now, and suddenly he just can't run anymore. It's. It seems to be all mental. It seems to be all just kind of you know not. I don't know, just not, not – I, I I mean, again, I want to account it to not getting a lot of snaps because it just feels like his processor was off, right? Yep. And, 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 mm-hmm. and he was doing dumb things like that, that like I, I just, you don't normally see him do. So 
He was, it seemed like the linebackers as a whole, they were getting influenced way too much by the play action in the backfield. You know, they were getting... Anytime uh, Cam Newton did a zone read, they were totally crashing on the running back. There was nobody scraping off to take Newton as the runner until Jeff he- until they made the adjustment to have Jeff Heath come down and actually do it. You know, it was it was just really disappointing because the areas you see Sean Lee really excel at, he didn't excel this week. He was really his processor was wrong, his ability to read and react. He was getting fooled way too often. It was kind of disappointing to see, but. I'm not worried yet because it's Sean Lee. We've seen him ha- bounce back from bad performances before, and I think he's going to do exactly that this week. Yeah, I agree. And uh, um, I think, like the other guys, uh, I mean, a lot of these guys, they deserve, you know, the benefit of a doubt to, you know, be the uh, to, to to get the the chance to see if they can knock some of this rust off before we. One thing I was disappointed about was the fact that. They gave Vanderesh more snaps on on with the defense than they did Joe Thomas. They are rotating kind of Leighton Vanderesh in their little platoon game with Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, and Leighton Vanderesh, and Justin March Lillard even out snapped Joe Thomas. I wish they, you know, Joe Thomas played so well in the preseason. I wish they kind of would have let him be the first one I, to give Sean Lee and them a rest. I tend to think that that actually had to do with um, the fact that. Damian Wilson was playing so poorly because mm-hmm. I think that the idea was is that Justin March Lillard was the Sam linebacker backup, yeah. and so when they when Wilson was playing uh, poorly, they they pulled him out and he got all his snaps. And then mm-hmm. the idea is that Thomas was kind of part of that Mike Will rotation with Vanderesh, and he just didn't end up not getting a lot of snaps. Yeah, now he only got three snaps, but he d- now he did get a lot of special team snaps, and I think mm-hmm. that that's you know a huge part of it. But I I can also understand like why they would um why they would be a little bit slow to unroll his snaps because you got to have either one or Lee Lee or Thomas health healthy you know near the end of the season so maybe they'll start slowly increasing his snap counts and slowly decreasing sean lee's counts you know that sort of thing in order to try to like you know help alleviate that whole situation a little bit better as the season goes on so uh anything else on the along the lines of the uh of the linebackers before we move on Oh, I think we nailed everything let's get to these little these little tiny playmakers on the outside okay um yeah, the cornerbacks, I think, you know, basically all we saw were Awuzi, Jones, and Brown. I, I don't yeah, know that we, the there were only three that, three that plays. I, I thought all three played great. What What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, you know, the big story I think coming out is that Jordan Lewis didn't get a single snap on defense, and Anthony Brown was obviously the one uh, true corner at slot, playing in the slot. And he was good, you know. He. He didn't have those uh, mistakes that he was having during the preseason at late last season. He played well. His good, he was good in coverage. But the two really standouts were especially Byron Jones and Chidobe Awuzie. Byron Jones, I think, was great throughout the game. He really shut down Devin Funches on the snaps that were there together. He was playing good in press, playing good off. Chidobe Awuzie, he had a couple snaps where he was fooled at the top of a at the uh, breaking point of the route where he kind of conceded a little bit of separation but besides that he was really he was sticky in coverage he played he was in phase with receivers he took away vertical passing concepts it was a really really good day from the cornerbacks as a whole like you said I I think that you know and and even Brown Brown played really well as well inside Mm -hmm. and I thought had a good game overall uh 
they didn't have a lot of efficiency with their with their wide receivers. Most of their passing came from you know running back and, and tight end throws. Mm-hmm. So good job overall with the, the corners. I gotta say the safety play was was way better than I expected yeah. as well. Um, specifically, Kayvon Frazier. Um, I thought that he really played. I mean, a, he wasn't in Timbuktu. Well, I mean that was the other thing. Yeah, I was gonna say the other thing that was noticeable is that when he was put back at single safety high, which I'm glad they did that because I do think that Jeff Heath also really thrives near the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he, he was playing way way back in single safety high, which I mean is to be expected. You know, like, yeah, that's, especially with a guy that uh lacks the instincts that a guy like Xavier Woods has from the single safety high position. Yeah, exactly. So, so you want to give them more defined angles and make sure they can really see the whole field. Yeah. I, I thought that I thought they played well. I mean they, they certainly, you know, didn't get them beat by any stretch of the imagination. So um yeah, I think uh I think at this point it's it's uh it, you know it's positive thinking things. You want to see more with uh Xavier Woods or you're gonna see hopefully see more with Xavier Woods uh and you know, for right now, the uh, the guy from uh, Seattle had an interception last week, but we're not mm-hmm. we're not talking about him anymore. So yeah, we don't talk about it. Let's talk about the Nabra of the week. Nabra, Nabra. Um, John, who or what was your Nabra of the week? Well, my Nabra of the week was the play where Dak Prescott, where it was around I think the forty-six yard line in Carolina territory. And what you see, Prescott, you know, he's in an empty formation in shotgun, drops back, immediately runs forward and gets sacked. But that's not even the saddest part of the play. The saddest part of the play is that it took 73 seconds for (laughs) Zeke Elliott and Deontay Thompson to get off the ball after the ball was snapped. It was a miscommunication. It was an ugly play from start to beginning from Dak Prescott receiving the ball and running straight into a sack to Zeke Elliott and Deontay Thompson being laid off the ball. It was really a yucky play. It made me just nah, bruh. nah, bruh. nah, 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 nah. nah. Not a fan. My nah, bruh was you know this seems like the obvious answer, but it definitely nah, brought me for sure. Was Dax fumble at the end of the game? Oh, yeah. It was just pff, nah, bruh. I mean, you know, nah, it's, I mean, I, he was trying to escape. <laughs> he was trying to make a play. Uh, I'm not blaming him or anything, but it was that happening was very clearly a uh, nah, bruh. I don't want any part of this. Thank you very much. Uh, you could you could return that if you'd like. All right, we we've got one more football segment. We're going to talk about the larger NFL. Um, uh, we uh, we have our normal segments, the uh, ratchet matchup of the week, uh, which is the preview of the worst, ugliest game of the week that no one could make you watch if they forced you. And then, of course, the Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game of the week. Uh, so let's let's start with the ratchet. Who is your ratchet match, matchup of the week, John? Well, my ratchet matchup of the week is going to be the Texans and Titans, two teams that, you know, the Texans are actually kind of an exciting team, but the Titans really don't do much for me at this point. You know, it's in that AFC South, which is honestly the most boring division in football. Yeah. You know, unless Deshaun Watson can really go off like he was last year. And maybe he will. Yeah, maybe he will against uh, but an it's, improved Titans secondary. But, it's, but, but I'm not going to see it unless it's on the red zone because yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, watching I'm not like, checking it out. I'm not wasting my time. But, unless maybe 
Maybe there's an alert that J.J. Watt has three sacks. Maybe I'll go pay attention then. Uh, I feel the, that. I feel the same way. My ratchet matchup about the Jets at the Dolphins. I just I know that the Jets just scored a bunch of points and got a, the number one overall pick playing quarterback. Sam I just don't care, man. It's just like, <laughs> I just I, maybe they'll hey, do it man, again. We're the best coast. F those least coasters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care what's going on with them right now. And I, you know, so I, I'm sorry. And the Dolphins, like what? I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't even know. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill doesn't get your blood going? No, he really doesn't. I don't even know that Ryan <laughs> Tannehill gets his own coach's blood going at this point. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not super interested in that game. Uh, but on the other end of the spectrum, give me your Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game, Gucci game of the week, John. Oh, yeah, it's got to be the Vikings at the Packers. You know, this is uh, appointment watching every year, that vaunted Vikings defense against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. It's looking like... Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to play this week, even though he's been a little bit limited in practice. It's just always fun to see the chess match between Mike Zimmer and Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, the most gifted quarterback in the NFL. Incredible, incredible talent. I don't have to tell the Cowboys fans that. We've, we all know. We've all seen. Thank we you, John. All, we've all seen it. <laughs> we know. But going against that, and this might be, you know, if you don't like Aaron Rodgers, this is the one team that has consistently been able to stop him. So if you hate Aaron Rodgers, maybe maybe. Turn tune into this game, and I'm going to go with the Patriots at the Jaguars. A little bit of a rematch of that AFC oh, yeah. uh, game, Ooh, playoff Jay, game. Jalen Ramsey hating on the white wide receivers. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how it all plays out. Um, and uh, it, at the very least, it's going to be uh, some good football being played. So that's mm-hmm. definitely the the game for Can me. Can you imagine what Jalen Ramsey is going to be next week if they beat the Patriots oh and he gets my, like a pick or something? Oh my God, he's going to oh, go nuts. Wait. It's going to be appointment wait. viewing for his lock, <laughs> locker room uh, stuff. All right, guys, that's about it for us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at McCoolBCB. John is at John Owning. That's at J-O-H-N-O-W-N-I-N-G. Uh, and make sure you follow our mutual podcast account at best coast boys that's best coast boys with the z at the end special thanks as always to mike fisher uh, make sure you follow him at fish sports make sure you're following all of us on cowboys 24 7 that's 247 sports.com forward slash nfl forward slash dallas dash cowboys you can always download the cowboy sports radio app on your ios iphone or google play android and make sure that if you listen to us on itunes or podcast app that you rate and review leave five stars Otherwise, guys, John, John, what are you going to do? I'm going to have to fight you. He's Don't a, be a hater. No, it, Don't be a hater. I told you every single one of these times. I've told you every time that John's going to hurt you. So you better have done it by now because at this point, it's, it's not just idle threats. I'm, I'm taking your addresses when you download this podcast. I am sending them to John's house, and John is making a list, and he is going to come to your house. Make oh, sure you give us the five I, I'm, stars. I'm getting flights. Southwest just, got some deals going. I'm ready. Just give us the stars, and you won't get hurt. Just give us the stars. <laughs> And until next week, go Cowboys. And uh, we'll, yeah, obviously we'll have the show after the game, so uh, make sure yeah, you check us. Uh, it's going to be a late early. post-gamer. Yeah, we'll. Make night. sure you check us out early Monday. Um, and uh, until then, happy trails, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>